What up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka who keeps sucking on these washcloths, <laughs> aka put some uh, chocolate with the peanut butter. Uh, you got in a racial. <laughs> what does that even mean? AKA the Komaki Tiger Dropper. AKA the undisputed, undefeated, uncontested social distancing champion. AKA the nigga lip master. Bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites. Episode 158. Damn. <laughs> Let me echo it. Hopefully it won't fuck me up. Damn. Um last episode um from the place that I've come to know and know and love for all these years. Uh bittersweet, but uh definitely the last episode. Uh, from this place, uh, as we moving, moving on up, wish I <laughs> wish I had the George Jefferson, uh, sound, you know, sample, but I, I unfortunately don't, I didn't prepare. Damn it. I forgot my air conditioner. Hold on. Hold on. Once there we go. Oh, sorry about that. Apologies. Um, Yes, last episode from this place. I've come to know and love all these years, ever since coming to LA. Shouts out to my roommate, uh, Road Dog, um, nigga, <laughs> um, Haley. Hey man, hey none beloved man, little respect. My other roommate, Taka, none beloved, none but respect. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's so weird. It feels, I mean, obviously it's the end, but you know, for better things, more or less, you know, um, sorry to get all sentimental, but I mean, you know, I'll put so much blood, sweat and tears in this room, creating everything, um, fidgeting, turmoil, whatever you call it. So, uh, you excuse me if, uh, I just, <sighs> I'm, I'm totally joking, but, um, yeah. Uh, today's date is, uh, June 17th, 2022. Um, damn. So pretty much the thick of, uh, key three, uh, AKA summer games fest, um, has pretty much settled. I'd say for the most part, uh, uh, with the exception of this huge bang, uh, earlier, well, technically yesterday, I, I from forgetting today it's currently technically Friday. Uh, so yeah, I am recording this late at night, had, uh, had a couple of, uh, tasks to get, uh, get done beforehand. So Hey, when I get around to it, I get around to it. Um, yeah. So man, again, uh, also housekeeping, 
yet again, um, just to let, uh, listeners know this is going to be the last episode for a while in terms of, uh, uh, me moving, uh, to a new place. So, um, I anticipate at least two weeks of downtime. So at least we'll be, be out of, be without this, this silky buttery voice. <laughs> I don't do you, is that how you define them? I don't know. I don't even, I personally don't even know how to describe my voice to be honest. I don't know, <clears throat> but, uh, at least I'm looking at anticipating two weeks of a uh, downtime of, uh, that you will be without me. I, I know, I know it's tough. I, I know it's, I, I I can hear the um, Michael Jackson like fans screaming, trying to flash me. Uh, uh boobies. I don't I don't really want to. <laughs> uh, let me stop. <laughs> that that really was what Michael Jackson was like. <laughs> he, <laughs> those the girls was flashing him. He's like, uh, boobies. Uh, no, no boobies. No, uh, they're ignorant. Uh, that's, that's the best I could do. That's, that's as low as I can or high as I can. Uh, let me, let me hold on one second. Let me, uh, let me do the. No, 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 the, the, no boobies. Uh, stop being ignorant nipples. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I love this thing. Um, Hey, it lets me go where I can't go naturally. You know, it's, it's good for something. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, just, uh, FYI, uh, if you don't see an episode next week, you know why did that rhyme? I think it did. I forgot what I rhymed it with though. (laughs) Oh man. So Without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. Cause man, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. We going out with a bang. This, this last episode, we, we going out with a bang. Um, yeah, let's, let's just get it started. It's cold Turkey. Um, raw more ways than one. Hey, now first topic of discussion. So, um, literally right before, uh, the, the final fantasy 25th, excuse me, 25th anniversary event started. Um, of course we got, we got a little bit of that leaky, leaky seepage, which, um, of what came of that, it was, uh, uh, from a Twitter, I guess somewhat of a renowned, um, uh, leaker that I'm, at least I'm not familiar with, but has a reputation, the snitch, um, revealed or gave us a little tease of what to expect at the 25th anniversary event, which was basically a picture of, of course, Zach and cloud, um, with Aerith um, all together. Well, at least, you know, from said ending scene, um, 
I guess spoilers for Final Fantasy VII Remake. You had two years. If you haven't played it now, it's your own fault. I'm just saying. Um, and if you're interested in this 25th anniversary event, you sh- I mean, you should know. Anyway. Um, yeah, so basically it was a hint that it was maybe so- uh, something Crisis Core related, uh, considering the focus is on Zack and pretty much all the characters that technically were in crisis core. Um, and, uh, yeah. So, uh, lo and behold, come tour fast forward to the, uh, FF seven event, um, started off and, you know, it's a lot of pressure cause they said it's like going to be like 10 minutes. So I'm like, I think a lot of us, myself included, like how much can they fit in, in 10 minutes? Uh, you know, with all these announced, if, if, you know, uh, at least I think a lot of people, of course, wanted final fantasy seven remake part two and a lot of people, uh, well, at least now that it was brought to our attention, wanted crisis core, um, uh, ever crisis wanted that. So just very curious to see if that was actually going to transpire, be a thing. Uh, so, um, come, come, come fast forward to the event now. Uh, there, I think, what did they start off with? They started off with just a weird, like summary of final fantasy (laughs) seven as its own, like sub genre. It feels like where they, you know, they touched on, uh, Avent children. I think the original, um, before crisis, which was like the obscure, like mobile exclusive game for like a super ancient mobile device. Um, crisis core. And, uh, I think they let up, got eventually got to, uh, seven, um, seven remake. So did that. Then what else they went to, uh, after that, I think they showed, I believe ever crisis. Yeah. I think it was ever crisis. They showed and, uh, it looked, I mean, it, it looks very good. It looks very close to the original final fantasy, uh, seven in terms of the feel vibe movement, the overall essence feels very close to, uh, the original final fantasy seven, which I think a lot of people include myself would definitely want to play, but still the current gotcha is that it's only mobile. It's, it's, it's apparently still exclusive to mobile, which is a horrible, uh, just a horrible mistake in of itself. Hopefully at some point it uh, comes to console because I mean, this will definitely be a perfect opportunity to bring it to switch, you know, which obviously can't run, uh, uh, final fantasy seven part two, or I mean, final fantasy seven in general, um, I guess that technically doesn't count because I think PS five has some exclusivity, but we'll talk about that a little bit later. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's my biggest gripe. So it, it, for those that may not know ever crisis is apparently, uh, is going to be more of a, uh, inline one-to-one quote unquote remake of final fantasy seven including a lot of the, uh, you know, uh, various other obscure titles like crisis core and 
ever crisis and, and things like that. I think even Advent children to some extent. So that is, uh, yeah, that is very disappointing. I was like, please, please announce ports to the consoles. And, and sure enough, no <laughs> ports to the consoles. Uh, wait, did you mean, um, be able to play the beta? Huh? Huh? Did you mean be able to play the beta on mobile? Um, you know, within the next coming months or something. No, we, we, we did. Are you sure? Cause that's what you're going to get. <laughs> and I was like, uh, and I think there's still hope. Maybe, maybe after they churn out each of these chapters where it seems like they're probably going to nickel and dime you for each segment, like ever crisis crisis core, they're each their own segment. And maybe they might release it in within twos or something like that. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, a bit of a bummer. It's just, they're really going to keep this, this, keep this to mobile. That is at least, uh, has me wary in of itself that they might actually, you know, do those nasty microtransactions and just, just dirty up this game, uh, to a, just, a just, a asinine amount, but we'll, we'll see. Keeping my head up, keeping the positivity, but, uh, it's not, it's not looking great. So, uh, so then after that, <laughs> they freaking showed, uh, first soldier, which is the, basically the, for those that may not know or forgot the battle Royale spin, uh, basically final, what basically Fortnite in final fantasy seven, very you know, poorly. If I were to poorly explain it, uh, I mean, at the same time, that is pretty accurate. Basically, yeah, final, if you mix Fortnite and Final Fantasy seven, you get ever first soldier. Um, they show like, I think a collaboration with, uh, what is it called? Fantasy star. I want to say, uh, some, a uh, couple of costumes that this could have totally been its own thing. They didn't have to put this in there, but whatever. So, uh, I, I guess I don't, I don't know. Anyway. So then things start picking up steam after, uh, uh, well, speaking of that, I think it might've been before that, maybe after, I don't know. I think it was actually, I think it was what was next. So speaking of steam, uh, they finally announced final fantasy seven remake intergrade, uh, being ported to the best PC platform, uh, steam, not this Epic game store crap. Uh, you could be gone. I just want that. I want that steam. I just want that steam support. And, and what do you know, uh, alongside with the, the steam port that actually is released, I think today, um, it also is steam deck verified. Yeah, I can, I can cross dress a cloud on the go. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so that was great. Definitely plan to dive into that at some point. Uh, hopefully they uh, fixed all the issues that uh, arisen, arised did <laughs> uh, with the uh, the initial Epic Game Store port. So hopefully they ironed out all the kinks in that regard. So, um, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, of course, after that, 
Oh, you thought they was done within 10 minutes? No, not yet. So then after that, of course, uh, the rumors, which I referred to earlier, seem to have been true. Um, Final Fantasy Crisis, no, Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core uh, Reunion. Let me do it. Final Final Fantasy Fantasy Crisis Crisis Core Reunion. That sounds a little too. That sounds a little too nasty. But uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake Crisis Core Reunion um, announced, confirmed, at least from what they showed, uh, at least graphics wise, exceptional. Just looks fantastic. Literally looks like they literally use the same engine as um, uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. So. That's that's fantastic. As a huge fan of Crisis Core, um, I it's weird. I think the reception feels very mixed. Uh, I don't know, or maybe it's just the negativity being loud. Let me see what Crisis Core is on Metacritic. Of course, not the most accurate, but I mean, it it is somewhat of a relatively, I don't know, insightful metric to go by. What is the reception? Eighty three. Eighty three on Metacritic. Uh best PSP game of two thousand eight, number five. Most discussed PSP game of two thousand eight. Uh most shared PSP game of two thousand eight. I don't know if that's that's something you want to tout. I guess you can you can you can kinda tout that as a as a as a uh, flex. But Either way, uh, fantastic game. Um, I obviously people who never, you know, bought into a PSP, uh, have been alienated, uh, all this time. So I think that's the biggest thing I'm, uh, excited about looking forward to people who have yet to experience this game, actually experience it and feel the turmoil and pain that I felt playing this. Um, so yeah, I think crisis core is fantastic. I am a crisis core apologist, even though I don't think I need to apologize. People just, Hey, every teach their own, their opinions, but I thoroughly enjoyed crisis core. I played it multiple times. You damn, you damn skippy. I'm about to play it yet again, yet again with improved graphics. I'm about to get gacked. Can't wait to get gacked. I guess that's, I think that's the, for those that don't know, that's the ongoing meme uh, for Genesis, the Genesis character in Crisis Core, who I believe is depicted by a, I want to say it's a pop star, a pop star popular in Japan. Um, what is this? Gekt Genesis. Yeah, so I think he's a real yeah, Gekt is the Japanese voice actor for Genesis Ref Rapsodos and Crisis Core. And played it role in live action in the front of the screen green screen for Durgis. Oh really he did? That's cool. Um Yeah, I think he's a popular Japanese artist. Pretty sure. Yeah. Japanese rock artist and actor. So apparently they must have, uh, got, got, got the rights and, you know, renegotiated or whatever, because 
He's definitely, he was definitely in the, he was in the trailer a couple times. He was in the ever crisis trailer. They like literally for like more than three seconds had a still a Genesis there. Um, so it's definitely evident there, you know, uh, implement them in there and that story wise. And then of course showed him in his un- untainted in, uh, in, in the crisis core reunion, um, trailer. So I'm ready to get, I'm ready to get gecked. I'm ready, ready to, to get, get gecked. <laughs> Who's ready, ready to get, to get gecked? gecked? Oh, that sounds kind of weird. I mean, hey, hey I'm, I'm ready. ready. You ready, ready to get gecked? I'm, I'm ready, ready to get gecked. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I just, or is it gacked? I mean, I'm, ready. I'm ready. Who ready to get gecked? I'm ready to get gecked. Are you ready to get gecked? I'm ready to get gecked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that, 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 was, that was a little too raunchy for my liking. Um, but yeah, Crisis Core getting the love and appreciation that it deserves because it's a shame people been sleeping on that game. And obviously, you know, you release a game exclusively on PSP in, intense alienation or, or odds of it being very alienated and people never touching it because specifically is portable. So it's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Zach gets it. Gets it. Gets his shine. Gets his time to shine. Even though I, he he probably is gonna be uh very somewhat extent gonna be included in um part two. So uh yeah, at least from a gameplay standpoint, it seems like a lot of stuff seems the same. It doesn't seem like they necessarily change anything. It definitely feels like a remaster because like a lot of the voice acting seemed to be intact or very similar to the original work. Um, I guess the one glaring thing that hopefully changes, I'm a little concerned about honestly is, uh, Zach's new voice actor. Cause it definitely, he does not sound the same for sure, which obviously is a part of their, I think a character's identity, you know, being used to him hearing him all this time. But, uh, yeah, this, this character, I don't know. He, he sounds like, a just a, a weak dude that just is here. <laughs> uh, I just, I just coincidentally managed to get here. I'm just, I'm just trying to save, save, just save uh, Shinra Genova, save the earth's uh, Mako energy. That's me, Zach, you know, so we'll see. We'll see. Maybe, maybe the voice will grow on me. Maybe it's an acclimation period where, you know, I'll eventually accept it or whatever, but we'll see. Um, so yeah, crisis core remastered. Yes. It's coming out pretty much on everything. Uh, switch Xbox, uh, PS five PC. Um, <laughs> I, I do find that kind of messed up because, uh, well, at least Xbox specifically getting shunned. Cause like, oh yeah, we'll get, yeah, you can have crisis core. Oh, final fantasy seven remake. Ooh, no, we, no, we can't do that. Um, but you can have final fantasy seven, the original one, the original one from PlayStation. But, uh, oh, you want to con you want it? You want final fantasy seven remake on your console? 
your your Xbox console. Ew, I don't know about that. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see, man. This console exclusivity thing is very peculiar, at the to say the least. Um, so it definitely seems like Sony was was throwing throwing a millions, uh, throwing a millions right at them, just <laughs> being disrespectful, throwing millions right in their face. And it's like, uh, so we're, <laughs> they just do that. So we're exclusive now. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, square is like, ah, all right, I guess. So yeah. Um, it, well, at least people outside the PlayStation family get some stuff. Yeah. So there's that. Um, but yes, crisis core remastered. I'll say it again. Don't be, don't sleep on this. I mean, obviously people who are hyped and then anticipating uh remake part two are, I think uh, definitely going to be very tempted to get this because it was announced to come out this winter, this winter. So it's weird. That's a weird thing. I think we'll talk about uh in a bit as well, but crisis core reunion confirmed. Yes. Give it to me right now. Um, and then to end it off, to give us that nightcap that we so desperately need, Yashinori Katase uh, gave us that final, that he, he gave us that dessert straight up. He just, he gave us that uh, strawberry cheesecake with the whipped cream on it. Fresh cheesecake factory like, and boy, oh, mm. I, I savored every, every morsel. Let me tell you. So, um, yeah, we, we, we cut to the trailer. Uh, they show freaking cloud walking, uh, on what I believe is, uh, what is it called? Uh, the crater, something crater, basically the flashback, um, of, I think right around the same disc start location, where, um, uh, you know, for the old games, um, where, you know, cloud, um, goes back in flashback style, goes back, reminisces, uh, about how he was with actually Saperoff, Saperoff, Sephiroth. And, you know, then they show Sephiroth coming in the picture. So both of them walking, um, so man, so pretty much that definitely confirms will definitely uh, you know, if the original game and this trailer is any indication that we going to get motherfucking playable Sephiroth going to just basically touch people with it, with his finger and, and they die instantly. Um, that's going to be great. Oh yes. That's going to be great. Just <laughs> Sephiroth just looks at people and they instantly die. Uh, that'd be funny. That'd be funny. That, if anybody could do a square square can, so it was pretty much that, that, and that was it. Um, they also, they did during the trailer while, you know, they, they showed the segment of, uh, cloud and Sephiroth talking, uh, at something crater. I forgot what it's called. Let me look it up. Uh, Let's see. Several flashback. I think, is it technically Nibbleheim? 
I think it was close to Nibelheim, but I think for fans know what I mean, where, you know, basically they uh, start, I think they're at Nibelheim and then they uh, eventually come to some point where they reflect. So at least going by the end of uh, intermission, the intermission DLC, it definitely obviously suggests that the whole crew is going to Nibelheim and then um, that's probably going to be the start of part two uh, will be at Nibelheim and then they'll get to that, that same segment where cloud will reminisce and, you know, we will get a flashback scene showing cloud and Sephiroth working together, you know, before shit pops off, which is going to be fantastic. Give it, give it all to me, put it all in my mouth. Every last bit. Thank you. Um, yeah. So what else? Oh yeah, of course we got, we, we, we got confirmation of the next title at least cause you know, it was this weird, uh, limbo purgatory of, okay, what is it gonna, how is this structure gonna work? What is, is it gonna be four parts? Is it gonna be five parts? Probably that, that's, that's a little crazy, but, um, how many parts is it gonna be? And what's the naming structure of the game? So finally got confirmation uh, that is gonna be called Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII, VII Rebirth. Yeah, I dig it, I dig it, Rebirth. I think it, it implies a lot of stuff. It implies a lot of stuff, actually. Let, let, let's put the tinfoil hat on real quick. Um, I think the one biggest thing is that, uh, especially considering the dialogue during the, the reveal trailer, is that it was, uh, I think it was definitely suggesting that Aerith won't die, or she might die and maybe some way, some shape or form, she might come back. Maybe it being that whole timeline riff thing. Who knows? I fucking no more of kingdom hearts is going to, is working on this game. So I feel like that alone, I think any, every, any and everything is off the table, um, to, uh, is up for grabs to be tampered with and fucked with as a fan of the previous games for sure. So, that's going to be very interesting to see if, uh, obviously one, if they kill, well, probably the next, the biggest known spoiler off of all time next to, uh, Darth Vader being Luke's father. But, um, yeah, if, if Aerith would die, if somebody maybe dies in place of Aerith or if maybe Aerith dies and maybe, considering the, 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 uh, the explanation of Mako energy and stuff that maybe she somehow comes back or they communicate with us that, you know, she is actually an existential being that is still with us, even though she's physically not with us or whatever, who knows? I feel like anything is, is possible for sure at this point. Um, considering the ending of remake. So, with that being said, there was a lot of uh, other details that came out as well. Um, yeah, so they did confirm that the the series is going to be three parts, which is fantastic. Um, I think it's literally so that l- at least suggests that the splits are fairly going to be 
uh, I can't even really say that considering the ending of remake, but that the endings are the, the, this, the structure is going to be somewhat similar, maybe to some very loose extent to the structure of the original game, but that's not even guaranteed. Really? They uh, definitely probably will u- utilize a lot of the material from those games, but still, I think everything is, uh, is off the board. Um, or up for grabs, if you will, uh, when it comes to that, considering again, the ending of remake. So, um, and I guess I don't know why I'm being coy about it again, spoilers, I guess, if you haven't played or beaten final fantasy seven remake, you had two years, you had two years. Um, it's your own fault. Okay. Um, but I got kids. I don't care. (laughs) So <laughs> that is cool. I, I I clearly don't deserve to be a parent. Um, yeah. So what was I saying? It was something about them. Oh yeah. The, the, the parts. So yeah, part one, obviously remake part two rebirth and part three, which is still yet to be named, but it definitely clearly by the first two and even the crisis core remake upcoming, which is called reunion is definitely very evident that it's gotta be something that starts with an R. Um, so rebirth, what could, uh, at least my top ones, uh, final fantasy seven. Let me do it. Final fantasy. Hold on. Final, final fantasy, fantasy seven, seven redemption. Hopefully am I that close out of fuck. Hopefully I'm not echoing, but I will. Final Fantasy Seven. Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Seven, seven. Re- regurgitation. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven regurgitation. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I think one one of the popular ones. Is um my bad. Final Fantasy Seven, Revengeance. I don't know. Revengeance feels too corny for me. Um, Final Fantasy Seven. Return, Returnal. <laughs> Final Fantasy Seven Returnal. They had a crossover. Uh, Final Fantasy Seven Resuscitation. That I didn't. I missed that. Final Fantasy Seven Resuscitation. Ah, the the conviction I had with it made it pretty convincing. I'm like, oh, I can get doing that, but I'm like, resuscitation. That that's a little bit on the the corny side. Um, I need one more good one. Final, Final Fantasy, Fantasy Seven Recuperation. <laughs> Basically, anything with a re is up for game. So, I guess we'll see. We'll see when time uh, presents itself. Um, one interesting tidbit from some of the tweets from uh, the Final Fantasy Seven Twitter account, which were messages from the directors and producers, and such, which they they each had their own messages, but at least uh, one of them definitely mentioned that uh like we we have a team working on the third 
game already, which is very, very, um, encouraging for sure that like we actually, it, it, this, this is not any other final fantasy project where they, you know, Oh yeah, we'll be done in uh two years, three years past. Oh yeah. We'll be done in two more years Two two years past. Yeah. We were, we're going to, we delayed the game for another year and then it eventually comes out, which would technically what the span of like seven years. So it seems like it's on track and that's another thing too. They did technically announce a release window, which is apparently going to be winter, winter 20, 2023. And that, that is, that, that's, uh, as a of what I mentioned earlier, that's a weird, that's, that's a little suspect. Don't like, okay. Winter 2023. So it can't, that doesn't mean next year, even though that technically is probably the majority of where winter is at. So technically it's 2023, but technically it's generally towards the end of 2023. That's at least what implies that I, that it's let's say winter and you know what this they they're going to make me look up what, what, what is, when does winter technically start? Okay. Winter starts December 21st, 2022 and spans so is from december 21st 2022 to march 20th 2023 that's technically was generally considered winter supposedly so if if we you know deduce that then that would mean that final fantasy 7 rebirth would would and should technically release um, December, let's say 20, 21st, probably 20, 22nd, December 22nd, 2023. Uh, unless they delay it, then they obviously they'll openly communicate that to, you know, be, be that as it is. So weird, weird time. Cause I think that throws people off. Cause it's like, that's literally before the start of a new year. So it's like, can you really say that? Is that really fair to say? I'd say just, I don't know. I don't know. Um, just had to, had to, had to, had to get that out. Uh, what else? I think that's really it. Uh, at least I think I hit all the really big points I wanted to discuss. Um, hype though. Freaking can't wait to play that that whole recap scene. Nibblehein, Tifa in the little weird cowboy outfit. Um, her her dad, and of course the infamous moment. Um, <laughs> I'm, maybe I'm misremembering. Maybe the memes have ruined ruined me to some extent. But uh, what was it? Um, shut up! I have to see mother or something like. What is the damn meme? I I got I need I need to know. Sephiroth Mother's Day meme. Yeah, out of my <laughs> out of my way. I'm going to see my mother. 
and then he has like flowers and a card and stuff. That's that's sweet. Out of my way, I'm going to see my mother. Um. So yeah, man, hype, 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 hype. That made my Thursday. Let me tell you, Thursday was off to a great start then and there for sure. So overall, I mean, those were some, that was a damn, some of the best 10 minutes I've seen in a while. And I mean, obviously there's means Trump that, but you know what I mean? Um, fantastic. I did not expect that to happen within the span of 10 minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, I guess, um, what, what do you call it? Uh, the, the secondary choice, um, runner up honorable mention, honorable mention to, uh, final fantasy seven merchandise. Um, they took up like 30 seconds of the show to show you some, F you, you want a final fantasy seven remake, uh, uh, buster sword clock, huh? Want a final fantasy seven buster sword clock, huh? Hmm. <laughs> want a, want a final fantasy seven literal bangle to wear on your wrist. Hmm. <laughs> what else was it? Want a, want a final fantasy seven remake ring to put on your finger. Huh? Want a uh, Final Fantasy VII um, Roche Play Arts Kai action figure to fully uh, explore your weird, weird person, weird rivalry dude fantasy? Huh? <laughs> Let me stop. Um, so at least that was minimal, but you know. Overall, man, I have to say this is literally the best aspect of E3 or the key three, uh, so far for sure. Hands down, at least for me personally, I'm like, yes, this is what I, this is the, the biggest thing I wanted. And, and we got it. We got it. We got a, we got a trailer to salivate over and overanalyze for the next, what couple of few years until maybe we get actual gameplay of, uh, you know, red X. Oh man, they, they know what they got to do. The, at least the next trailer gameplay we get, we need to see, uh, Vincent be Vincent. We need to see Vincent. We need that Vincent gameplay. Show him. Oh man. I just, I forgot about it. Just him morphing in a beast and stuff. Oh man, that's going to be so cool. I can't wait to see how they do it. They, they, and this franchise is in good hands and oh, I can't wait. Vincent going morph into Frankenstein and the Oh my God, that's going to be great. That's going to be with this graphical fidelity. Oh, that reminds me. I forgot the one other aspect that is very important. I think for a lot of people is that, uh, what is it? Uh, it, it apparently is only going to be PS five exclusive. So looks like they finally are doing away with previous gen, which personally I am very thankful for. Cause I mean, I understand consoles are hard to get, but at the same time, it's gotta be some point where you gotta start cutting uh, sever in this generation in order to have the other generation benefit, which again goes back to the fundamentals of 
if if a game is is still with a previous gen family, it is more than likely a hundred percent gonna be um uh held back based off that alone because I think I mentioned it before, but the general um upgrade um methodology is essentially let's develop for the weakest console first and then upscale um f- in order to uh maintain compatibility and you know just uh consistency across platforms so i'm all for that oh the 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 greater fidelity and yes please uh one interesting observation though i found weird interesting is that they they specifically said that we 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 catered Final Fantasy Seven uh, Rebirth uh, so that people who didn't play remake can actually still enjoy this one or actually jump into this one um, just fine, which I thought was weird that they would say that. But when you consider again the ending of Final Fantasy Seven Remake, it does make sense in that context. So which is likely the case. So man, Oh damn. I, I really gushed on that. I mean, admit, obviously so because final fantasy seven is great and it was wonderful. This is a, a fantastic kickoff and celebration of the 25th anniversary of one of my favorite RPGs of all time. Final fantasy seven remake or Final Fantasy VII, I guess, in general. Quote. Yes. Um. Let's move on. Cause I could, I could keep, I could keep going. I really could. Next topic of discussion. Uh, let's see. Fifty-seven. Xbox game showcase uh happened uh this past Sunday. Um. Had a show was pretty interesting. Um, I'm not even going. Not even going to hold you. Not even going to hold you right now. Um, it wasn't. It didn't really speak to me personally. Did not really speak to me personally. A lot of the games didn't really, really, really grab me. So I guess let's pick and let's just cherry pick at least from the definitely the notable stuff from the show. Um, probably let's see Forza Motorsport, which I believe is getting is essentially rebooting. Um, yeah. So they showed us uh, some interesting, of course, you know, cars and details and stuff like that. But, um, ray tracing and all that good stuff. But, I thought it, it it was interesting. Um, what else stood out? Oh, Diablo four that, that actually being announced and coming to consoles and stuff. It looks like it, this game will now be open world, which is dope. Um, couch co-op, of course, that classic isometric camera view is still intact. Um, but yeah, this definitely looked pretty interesting from what I saw. Um, this is weird. Uh, team ninjas, Wolong fallen dynasty. 
which I thought at least initially was Neo, but actually isn't. It's, you know, more um, catered towards the Chinese uh, lore and, you know, um, history. So seemed pretty interesting. Uh, I guess we didn't really see too much gameplay, but um, definitely my interest is peaked there. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem with the rats. The rats are now, they have multiplied. They have now, they're more rats. So they, yeah. uh, Overwatch 2 um, is, uh, I think they, I, th- I thought they announced that before, but it is definitely free to play or is it free to start? I think that's, I forgot that's one of the new keywords now where you can start the game, play it, but maybe when you reach a certain level, it, you can't you have to buy, I forgot. I'm not sure how it is, but I believe it's at least it is free to play either way, which I guess is subjective. It could be either or depending on your perspective of it. Um, got, they released, uh, or showed the new hero, the wastelander. No, who is it? Junker queen, junker queen. She was showed in the trailer. So junker queen is the new hero. Uh, she seems very similar to Orisa in a lot of ways, at least from what I saw in the gameplay, uh, at least a lot of her attacks and she is a tank of course. So, um, that's going to be interesting to see. Um, I think they announced the beta as well. There's a signup. So I think they went live yesterday. Uh, also what else? Oh yeah, they did show, um, what is it called? Bethesda with the worlds and the, not fallout. It looks similar to no man's sky, Starfield, Starfield. They showed us a fairly in depth, uh, trailer showing some gameplay. Uh, some of the characters you'll be talking to in that <laughs> locked camera angle when you ever speak to them. Um, looked interesting. It definitely had heavy, uh, no man's sky vibes. Um, gameplay wasn't dragging me in too much. It feels like a Bethesda game when it comes to that. Cause obviously they've had that reputation where, uh, generally at least their gameplay, uh, doesn't feel as responsive, but I think this could turn around before it releases fully. Um, you can like scan material rocks and stuff. Um, that's at least what I was able to at least give from it. Um, they did definitely reveal that you can build your own ship and, you know, go to your heart's content in that respect. Um, but you can also fly the ship as well as they also showed uh dog fighting, uh, in space, which is pretty damn dope. Um, is that really it? from that. Yeah. That's at least what uh, caught me a hollow Knight silk song. <laughs> they at least showed it still in a release date, which I think people are, have been definitely clamoring for at least from what I've, I've seen. Uh, what else? Oh, Rick and Morty's the developers or, um, the creators of make Rick and Morty making a sci-fi shooter called uh high on life where at least the plot seems to be that people are using, uh, these alien aliens are using people as drugs, uh, hence the word high on life. Yeah. And, um, basically hilarity ensues with these guns that like are creatures, like, so they stare at you, but they can shoot stuff. Um, so I think that definitely 
leads to a recipe of uh, interesting things, uh, you know, in that regard. Um, Naraka Blade Point coming to Xbox and Xbox Game Pass, which I thought was very interesting, was not uh, was not expecting that. But lo and behold, true. Uh, I've yet to play it, but now I'm definitely encouraged to play it. So um, I'm looking forward to that. What else? <laughs> Fallout 76, uh, a new expansion. I think, is it the pit? Something pit related like that maybe went, or at least is attempting to grab people in by saying, hey, this is just like the pit for Fallout 3, but in 76, I'm like, uh, okay, I guess. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then probably this is one of the biggest ones, I'd say. Persona 5 coming to Xbox. Finally. Not bad. Wrong, wrong clip. Per, let me try it again. Persona 5 coming to the Xbox. Finally. There we go. There we go. Um, finally, <laughs> Persona is released from the clutches uh, of console exclusivity that is PlayStation. Um, so what, what was interesting about this announcement was that it was confirmed, you know, uh, persona five, persona three portable and persona four golden. I want to say, uh, work are coming to the Xbox and Xbox game pass. Um, but I guess one indicator was that they're also coming for PC, which uh, like I think a, a day after they were able to confirm that these games are also coming to PC, which I think a lot of people are clamoring for as well. And yeah, I guess that's a weird timed exclusivity of announcement or whatever you want to call it, which I thought was interesting tidbit of that announcement. But finally persona five persona coming to anything other than PlayStation now or actually coming to stuff outside of PlayStation. So you love to see it. You love to see it. And probably what was the biggest, biggest announcement, which is more of a confirmation of a lot of the rumors circulating around that Hideo Kojima is working with Xbox on a new project that utilizes the cloud which, um, yeah, I obviously Hideo has that foresight, has that vision that <laughs> I don't think a lot, I think a lot of us aren't really seeing, but apparently the capabilities are there for sure. So, um, at least one rumor is that, uh, this is like more than likely, um, at least the nickname that at least been circulating around for Hideo Kojima's next project, which is apparently going to be horror based, but, uh, supposedly it's going to be overdose called overdose, <laughs> overdose, overdose, and be called overdose and supposedly be this weird cloud based game, likely exclusive coming from a Dale. So that'll be interesting to see for sure. Um, that's going to be weird. Hideo doing a project with Microsoft. Um, it's going to be interesting to see there. So 
yeah, I think that pretty much covered at least everything I wanted to touch on for the Xbox showcase. Again, uh, if I had to grade it, definitely a C. Um, just nothing necessarily spoke out to me outside of the Resident Evil stuff, but I feel like it wasn't necessarily that significant enough there. So, um, moving on. Uh, Capcom showcase, uh, dropped as well. And this was pretty packed week. Actually, this was Monday. Um, man, uh, I think we got a lot of what we were looking for and, uh, some of our an- questions answered for sure. Uh, Monster Hunter rise sunbreak. We got, um, at least confirmation of Gore Magala coming back. Yes. Uh, they showed a couple of the variants or subspecies. I believe that's the official term within monster hunter lore, um, subspecies. And I thought it was some other monster. Who was it? Uh, it was some damn monster. It was some monster. Oh, it was some monster from Monster Hunter Frontier. It Espinas. Espinas. Uh, I guess his his gimmick is thorns. So that's cool. They bring it in like at least for people in the West game that they've never played, I think is a pretty nice touch there. So that's cool. Um Oh yeah, they showed um, not Dino Crisis, the game that isn't Dino Crisis. Uh, I don't really feel like naming it or giving it a name, but it is, if you must know, it is called Exo Primal. Um, yeah, I wasn't really too jazzed about the game. I'm don't get me wrong. I'm interested to play a demo if they have it, but I don't know. At least from what I've seen and played now, I don't see that, uh, changing necessarily. Uh, in dragon's dogma, they said, Hey, Hey, we're here to announce that we're going to have an amount announcement, uh, later in the week. See you then basically at least what it felt like. And yeah, it was worth it though. Technically it's like, yeah, watch this 10, 10 minute documentary. And then we'll announce dragon's dogma then here you go. Okay. All right, you have my attention. So, uh, we didn't sh- get get any gameplay. It just really was a recap of the series and like the uh, developers' uh, philosophies and things like that. So, then after that, we got Resident Evil Village. Uh, boy, I'm very excited for what they uh, showed us today, or no, last Monday. Um, we got shown. What is it called? We got shown the new DLC, which is, I think, Ashes of Rose. Rose of Ashes. Damn it. Uh, but yeah, that's the DLC is starring Rose, who was at the end of Resident Evil 8. Um, and see how that transpires. And apparently that's going to be third person, which leads me to my next topic, which is that 
Uh, it will have um, third person uh, is coming to the main game with this update uh, that's included with the update. So essentially you can just look at yourself in pain while you're going through it now, rather than, you know, trying to envision your character's face, what it looks like, you know, which I'm all down for personally. Give it to me right now. Um, yeah, I think that is, oh yeah. Mercenary mode, new orders where basically they let you play a certain characters from the game, like, uh, Heisenberg, um, uh, of course, Lady D, why well, it wouldn't be complete without it. And Chris Redfield. So that'll be cool. little mode, maybe to keep you distracted there. Um, what else? Okay. Uh, Resident Evil four. We actually got, <laughs> we got like th three seconds of Chris walking, Chris walking in his, uh, his, uh, the workout suit workout workout suit. So that was, uh, that was cute. That was really cute. Um, Leon just being Leon, just walking and just, just got that expensive coat. Just walking. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I even saying? Um, yeah, but at least it definitely looked interesting. Um, can't wait to see more, see their take on it. If it'll, even uh, if it'll stand a cancer, uh, stand a, ca a candle against uh, RE. Well, you know, you know the rest. Um. Oh yeah, then probably the next big announcement to hold us over is that they did announce that um, the next gen upgrades went live that uh, that same day. Good old Shadow Drop. Um. So he got, at least I got the updates, the try messing around with them. And, um, I guess which we'll talk about in a bit. Um, but yeah, uh, seven, two and three, all getting upgrades. You love to see it. You love to see it. Um, yeah, that was pretty much the Capcom event was very satisfied. Uh, we technically, well, after the fact, got Dragon's Dogma 2, which is great. Uh, Sunbreak, which is coming out soon. Um, Village, where you can finally play in third person. I'm just saying, I have to touch on that. Like, third person, man, is, is totally changes my whole perspective on the game, which um, I obviously can't take credit for, but I know a lot of people requested it regardless anyway, but, um, I, at least when I was able to get that rare opportunity to play test this game before it actually released to the masses was that like, that was the, one of the biggest things I asked, like, you know, um, cause there was a group where if you, it was a group of people who didn't like seven, um, that, you know, came to, to this test group. And, you know, that was like the biggest scrutiny point that I, I and, and as well as the other play testers had was that we want to have a third person uh, camera angle. And I like <laughs> I explicitly said explicitly said like, hey, if you know, I think even if, you know, this is your original vision to have the first person camera, 
why don't we just thought like you could just release it as DLC and I think a lot of people will buy it or whatever. Lo and behold, we get it as DLC. So I'm all for it. <laughs> you can look at uh Ethan's very blank, lifeless face. Even though they're doing this weird thing where they're like, you know, trying not to show his face, but it's like, you know, you can look up a lot of videos on YouTube showing his face. So it's like that kind of defeats the point, but I, I still get it. And you know, of course, obviously people are gonna try to mod him mod him out with uh, you know, another character's voice. So I don't know. I feel like I went on a tangent there that was irrelevant, maybe partially drowsy the uh, <laughs> drowsy thoughts being intertwined with this. So this is going to be an interesting episode in of itself from that standpoint. So it's like passion and just random thoughts and maybe somewhat mixing. So I apologize in advance if that's happening. I'm starting to catch myself in that, that, that angle. So, um, yeah. So overall, very, very satisfied with uh, the Capcom Capcom showcase, with the exception of the game that isn't Dino Crisis and should not exist because it's trying to be a game that should be Dino Crisis. But I digress. <laughs> I digress. Um, moving on. Deadly Premonition. Uh, I know you you guys love love this game. Um, very niche game. Uh, based off, you know, after the cult hit, that was the first one. They wanted to try to like Strighten twice in a bottle. Which uh, I think Hmm. I don't know if it necessarily fell short for me at least, but I, I enjoyed it. Um, so out of nowhere, uh, Delhi Premonition 2 live on Steam. So for I think a lot of people that were put off by the game, uh, being on a Switch, which is it, which it was very held back for sure. Uh, finally, it's on PC, and I guess. The reception seems to be mixed from what I'm I'm hearing people that have bought the game and tried testing it out in in the forums that like it's like I think the biggest complaint is that you can't use your controller with the game apparently I guess take that with a grain of salt but this one dude um literally cannot play on a controller because of something with his hands I don't know <laughs> that that could su suggest a lot of stuff but either way um yeah, I don't know. I, I'm very curious to, to to try it out, but part of me is hesitant because, like, if it isn't, then I have to try to return it, and that's a whole process. So, I don't know. I don't know. Deadly Premonition Two. Hey, you got another chance if if you hated the frame rate for a Switch version, and you have a capable card. Hey, try the Steam version. Why don't you? Stify all odds, you know. Um, yeah, with that being said, I think that concludes all the news for this week. Um, let's get into what I've been watching. Which has been, of course, Obi-Wan, Star Wars Obi-Wan. This episode was very interesting. Um, 
where basically they're getting trapped in a base where they find Obi-Wan's location and they're coming to get him. And they do this weird tactics of, 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 of convincing, uh, well, no, trying to get the nice sister to fart. <laughs> the nice sister to fart. Nights, night sister to fight, uh, Darth Maul. Um, no, Darth Vader. And, uh, that didn't necessarily work well. So, you know, have to see this the episode to get that out, but it's pretty cool. Um, like the, the reveal that we got, I won't, again, won't necessarily spoil it there, but, um, yeah, it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, I have to say definitely a much better episode, uh, than the premiere. Uh, things were picking up. You see, um, uh, Miss Marvel trying to earn her powers and all that good stuff. That was a very good episode. Very, very good. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, the boys season three. Uh, I did. I did. Um, yeah, catch the latest episode and you know, man, that this episode was crazy, man. Just Homelander. First off, Homelander is ruthless and a threat and is, is, has grown to be such a very concerning and creepy menacing character that I don't know. I mean, it's great television. Don't get me wrong, but I'm curious that when, <laughs> uh, I think it's pretty obvious that, you know, Homelander has to die, but but how and, and who will be able to do that? That's the question. That isn't the question. So I guess we'll see. We'll see for that. Um, what else? I skipped, I skipped what I've been playing. Let me, let me, uh, put an audible, pull an audible and shoot that in there. So what I've been playing. Let me get these damn close. They don't, they never want to cooperate. So, um, speaking of the, uh, next gen upgrades, I did play resident evil two, uh, the PS five version. Um, it's hard to, to, uh, to be honest with you as somebody who's, who has not played RE two in a while. It was hard to notice like any differences, but the game aesthetically for sure looked great there. So, um, yeah, yeah. Overall it was fun. I, I utilized the high frame rate mode, which I assume is 120, uh, Hertz. Uh, but it, uh, is, it wasn't really any, uh, comfortably accurate way to try to test that, you know, without <laughs> seeming weird, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was a fun experience. Literally played through the whole Leon campaign, um, loaded a save of Claire towards the end as well and got my fix, at least what I believe. So yeah, what else? Of course, of course, of course. Um, the quarry, uh, dropped last week, 
put some serious time into probably like uh 30 ish hours i'd say maybe more but um yeah no this this game man this is an interesting topic to talk about because like this game is fun on its own merit like if you play it for the first time but the issues start to settle in when you play it more than one time and um, at least for me personally, I, I, I don't like the fact that the lack of these scenes not skipping because of that, which I, I guess you can blame, like, let's say hypothetically the app or whatever, but I don't know. It's just, it's weird. Yeah. My issue with the game is my biggest issue, which I'm pretty sure has been brought up, brought up countless times is having being forced to trudge through the the first part of the game where where you know things necessarily don't really matter and not have the option to skip to certain choices after you made a particular choice um yeah i just wish that was a just a thing man i don't know just wished it was I think this game will be 10 times more enjoyable if like, let's say hypothetically, I've, you know, talked about this on Twitter too, where if you just hypothetically, um, have like a minimum play, a minimum of three playthroughs. So pretty much around that point, you're pretty much tested in terms of patience or whatever. And let's say if you finish them all, then the robot will offer the suggestion to you to have a kind of, I don't know, sentient robot, which I feel still feel very weird about, but, um, but yeah, no, it's, it's very much in line with, uh, until dawn games in terms of if I like it better, I don't know. That, that's kind of hard to say, kind of tough to say. I don't know. I don't think I can really make a decision for that, but, um, yeah. Yeah, that was my biggest gripe. I was trying to like, this was like one of the first games I was trying to literally play everything, every section to find every little variable and see how it plays out and stuff like that. But, um, (laughs) no, can't, I don't know. Tell them something else. I don't know. So that's going to be interesting, but, uh, I, I definitely enjoyed this story plot characters. Definitely. It sometimes feels a bit wonky, but you know, Hey, that's how it is. That's how it is. Um, yeah, no, I think, yeah, the quarry is pretty straightforward. So, okay. Well, now that we, uh, cover that, um, yeah, I think that's pretty much gonna do it for episode 158 of switches sites, AKA the last episode of this place I'm at currently. Um, again, likely two weeks I'll be off, um, you know, setting up stuff, setting stuff back up, figuring stuff out, trying to solve, (laughs) solve this puzzle that is moving and things like that. So yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm borderline drowsy where stuff is not making sense. And I probably maybe utter that, but, um, 
yeah uh again of course thanks everybody for watching uh always greatly appreciated if you can uh give me give me them five stars whatever just rate me please not like the weird way like the women want just the the normal way that i want you know um what else did i cover everything i think it did fuck every time every time i mess it up um yeah well guys again thank you all um here's to another chapter closing one book open another um yeah if you like this podcast feel free to like rate subscribe to your podcast platforms you can follow me uh catch me on twitch tv or stream thursday evening the show catch archives on youtube.com slash a switch as well um you can uh follow me on twitter at a switch and uh damn until next time y'all get your damn game on feel free to fuck <laughs> oh yeah Nobody's safe.